This is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 to listen. There you go. Thank you, Brad. For another minute, you're going to hear the girls talk in the background because, you know, they're like that. The stakes are communicating. Yeah. We're getting ready to go live in what time? It's 6.30. Do I need to turn the dryer off? 6.30 now? It is 6.29 p.m. in the great city of Irving, Texas. Get on Twitter and let C know we're getting ready to start. Oh, never mind. I'll do it real quick. Why don't you just fuck up our thing here? Are you going to hit tweet? I'm getting ready to. I'm just going to do this real fast. Can you get that out the way, Brandon? Use one hand on your vagina tonight and do that. All right, you're ready. We're, we're going live now. Hit tweet. No, not tweet. Don't oh. hit tweet, damn it. Don't go fuck away shit, Brandon. There we go. Can we remove the uh, letters? Huh? Well, yeah, as soon as it, oh. I got to hit this right here. Are we live? Hey, everybody! We're live and shaking. All right. You are now live. And welcome to another episode of AS Bull. I'm Brandon. I'm Jay. We're drinking. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Curse Light. I love how you say Curse. Enjoy the Blue Mountains. I love the way he says Curse. They didn't pay for that. No, they didn't pay for that. No one ever pays us anything. We have a peanut gallery again. Jessica's the peanut gallery. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We just did our mingler last night. It was a great turnout. Y'all did a fantastic job. Uh, All we do is show up, really. About it. I like the venue. You like the venue? Yes. Um, R, if Thank you're you. listening. I'm glad you love the podcast. Uh, if you're listening, R, I'll, this is my shout out to you. And I cannot wait to uh, text you and set up that uh, that meeting. Play date. What are you talking about? Yes. Come enjoy <laughs> our pool. <laughs> are you using the Twitter live show to get laid? Yes, I am. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. All right. Well, uh, it looks like it's going to be a, uh, a full night tonight on the uh, Twitter show. So let's jump right into uh, six of the news. I have a story here from uh, Weird News. I think it's mandatory.com called uh, The Weirdest Sex Accidents. Um, because we've got a full show, I'm just going to go over a few here. The first one is Car Crash Penis Fight. That was a blowjob. Yep. Right. <laughs> I already got that one. That's right. <laughs> Roadhead, as they call it, can be very satisfying. Wouldn't know. But it can also be a little distracting. <laughs> In 2009, a Chinese secretary was talking, was taking a little oral dictation from her boss in his parked car. Unfortunately for them, a van took that opportunity to shift into reverse and crash hard into their back bumper. The impact snapped the woman's jaw closed, severing her, severing her paramours pecker. He jumped out screaming, but things got worse. The whole thing was witnessed by a private eye who had been hired by the woman's husband to catch her cheating. Oh my, that's from a movie. That was in a movie. Oh, I've seen the- With, um, with, uh, oh shit. Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yes. It's like. What the hell was the name? It was a stupid ass name. Was that the uh, I, I life that. according to? Yes, the life according to Gart. Gart, yes. Gart was a stupid ass movie. Yeah, but the the wife was a school teacher or something or a professor, and her student was 
she was having sex with him, and he, she's breaking it off because she was trying to work it out with her husband or some shit like that. But he's like, just one more time, you know, and the, and the, you know, quick blowjob. So she's blowing him in the parked car in their driveway, and the husband and the kids come pulling in, and they do this thing where they turn the car off, turn off the headlights, and coast into the driveway. It's like a fun thing for them or something. Right in the back of the car, she just chomps down that guy's dick and bites it off with it. Ouch. <laughs> so now you know where Mata came from. Oh. Might have got this from the Well, that was Chinese. 2009, yes. so no. Okay. So <laughs> that's Hollywood gets real. Oh, yeah, Hollywood was real. Um, this other one I thought was an interesting topic. Couple gets stuck together during water sex. Okay. I read this. I thought about this after Jessica and I had that shower sex this morning. <laughs> Okay. Here's a horrifying scientific term for your penis captivious. Penis captivious? Penis captivious. I think they're making words up. Where is everyone? I don't know. Uh, well, no, wait. I know they're, they're all Dirty Vegas. Yes. Or is it well, Dirty Vegas or Sin City? Is that what's going on now? Yeah, it's a menage life thing. Oh, okay. Well, penis captivious. That's when your tallywagger gets stuck inside something and cannot be removed. There's a term for that. I did not I know that tight pussy. Oh, but you could probably remove your pants from your tight Yeah, I've never been able to put it in something that I couldn't get it out of. Okay. Well, of course, I've only ever stuck it in women. So. Now, now you know if you put your penis and it gets stuck, you got to make a call. You can tell them I got penis captivious. Calling cockbusters? That's right. <laughs> in October of 2014, an Italian couple were getting it on in the uh, in the ocean near the town of Porto San Grigio when they noticed something odd. He couldn't pull his unit out. The combination of his unusual engorgement combined with his contractions in her vaginal muscles caused his pecker to get stuck. Unusual engorgement. Does that mean it's like bigger than normal, or he had a bigger than normal dick? I think maybe he's a bigger than normal dick. He's like Raul. Animals get stuck together. Dogs, yes. Dogs get... Jessica says that animals get stuck together. She is correct. Dogs do get stuck together. Yes, they do. But dogs also, the head is small, and the back where the, the semen is, where it's coming out, is very bulbous. So when they stick it in, well, big and round, I don't know how to think. Well, they stick it in, and that big part gets in there and gets stuck, and that's what, whenever it finally goes down, that part kind of goes out and, and impregnates the dog. We just watched the show. That's what I understand. I did not uh, take any biology <laughs> classes or any shit like that. This is just from watching our hunting dogs when I was a kid. We just watched this on Discovery Channel. In fact, when wolves do this, they get stuck together. That's when the rival wolves take this opportunity because the uh, male is stuck to the female to jump in and kill the other male. Good move. they can't do it. Good move. So they can what a way to go, though. I mean, seriously, right. if I'm dying, this is the way I want to die. I want, I want to die in the middle of quiz. I want to die somewhere where, like, my dick is so big it gets stuck, and they have to tell me that I had such an unusually large penis. I'm hoping to die in a heart attack in the middle of, like, five naked women. No. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Good luck. And then, <laughs> then I want my ghost to come back just so I can hear Angie give the eulogy to try to explain this to everybody. <laughs> Well, he had that one girl on his face, and he was fucking me, and he had his fingers in the other. <laughs> and I guess his ticker just gave out. 
But don't worry, we pushed his dead body off and we finished. I mean, yeah. They were hot. <laughs> he would have wanted it that way. She's correct. <laughs> she didn't say any of this shit, but I'm saying she's correct. Uh, the uh, last story for the day is butt plug stuck for five days. Ew. Uh, no. We're, we're not to judge anybody with any of these stories. If you want to get kinky, more power to you. Just be sure you know what you're getting into. A British man named Nigel Willis wanted to experiment with a little... Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. Fragile. I'm going to go with Nigel. I'm going to go with Nigel. I'm going to go with Nigel. It sounds more British. Yeah, Nigel does? Yeah, Nigel. Nigel doesn't. No. <laughs> it just sounds common. Nigel. Fragile. <laughs> oh. Hey. Wanted to experiment with a little butt play in December of 2013. So he purchased a vibrating butt plug and stuck it where the sun don't shine. Where can it go? Butt plug. Unfortunately, self explanatory. He couldn't figure out a way to get it out and was too embarrassed to confess his problem to his mother. I don't know why he's living with his mother. Uh, <laughs> Probably the same reason you need to get a butt plug rather than somebody else sticking it. Who he shared a house with, so he spent the next five days lying on the couch as it buzzed away inside his rectum. <laughs> Eventually, he couldn't hold out any longer when he called an ambulance, but it was too late. The toy had perforated his bowel, and an emergency surgery could not save his life. He died from too much butt plug. He died from being a dumbass. <laughs> It wasn't too much butt play. It was from being a dumbass. Uh, Darwinism <laughs> got him. Yeah, well, he must have used Duracell. That's right. It <laughs> just kept going. Wouldn't you have to shit four or five days? Is that I would think Maybe so. Maybe that's what he was waiting on. Jessica pointed out, wouldn't you have to take a shit before five days is up? <laughs> he, was, he was probably waiting on the bowels to push that all out. That's crazy. Plus, a butt plug isn't supposed to go all the way in there. You're supposed yeah. to leave a little bit out that you can grab and pull out. That's why the base is flared. Yes. <laughs> Butt plug 101 for all y'all listening. All right. Well, I asked people what we should talk about today. And you gave. And, uh, well, um, I always forget the name of the podcast whenever I'm thinking about it. One of the podcasters. Um, Real Talk Between the Sheets. They, they uh, uh, sent me a thing and said we should talk about, uh, what was it? Oh, people judging play. People judging play styles. Like, what's uh, infallible? Well, it's um, it's when when somebody's a full swap couple and they tell somebody else, "Hey, you you know, if you're not doing full swap, what have you done?" Which, by the way, somebody else contacted me and informed me. I don't know which podcast that was, but apparently there were some podcasts that actually that they actually said that they were they were like, "If you're not full swap, what the fuck are you even doing?" I, I didn't hear the podcast. They were just telling me about it. That's they not asked fair me because I think that the well, they, the lifestyle is a place that no one is judged. Well, people are judged, but you shouldn't judge but, because this yeah. is a place where we, we get out. We, you we, can't we get away from you can't get away from judging entirely. You just can't. But it is a it, it is a place where it should be way more accepting than that. I judge on am I attracted or not. That's a judge, but yeah. whether what people are into, I don't care. No, I'd like them to be into me. <laughs> but I understand it or not. I understand but, that too. Uh, no, I, but there, I, 
if somebody's full swap and somebody else isn't, I don't think they're really, when they're saying, you know, what are you doing? What are you, you can't be false. Salt swap is not real. Whenever they start in that kind of stuff, it's basically just because they want to do something with you and they want you to do what they want to do. Or it's, um, it's, oh, what the hell was that word I said? Oh, they're, 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 what they're worried about is what they're doing is wrong. They're not completely positive with what they're doing. So unless you're doing it the exact same way they're doing it, you must be wrong because they don't believe in themselves. So they need everybody to agree with them completely or it gets them to doubt themselves a little bit. They're just not sure of them, their own self. No, I don't call this judging, but I mean, we have told couples that I don't think we're right for them because we're a full swap or a soft swap, and I, just, I don't think it's going to work out. Well, I've said that many times. I'm not trying to say. I don't think that's judging. Yes, so they're trying to judge you, but I, I, mean, I don't think it's judging. They commented peer pressure. Yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to pressure somebody into doing what they want, and it's that's just stupid. No. Yeah, that's a good way to there's people away from our lifestyle. There's been couples that I've been really attracted to, and when I talk to them, and they're like, you know, we only do this. They're only they only do soft swap, or they only do girl girl play, or whatever. I'm usually like, well, we're not really interested because me and Angie both enjoy penetrative sex. We enjoy full swap. That's that's what we're good at. You know, or, Angie's good at oral too. But my skills. <laughs> My skills are in one area, and if we're, not doing, word, we're not doing the one area, there could be problems. I wasn't going to put the word good at. I'm going to say that's what Jessica and I enjoy. I'll never say I'm good. Well, I try my best. But when I tell people that, I'm not trying to talk them into it. I, I tell them specifically, if if they change their mind and they want a full swap, like that night, it's not happening. Once you tell me your soft swap, if they try to change their mind after that, I feel like I pressure them into something. I'm not willing to let them do that right then. I've heard you. They need to okay. come and talk to me later and discuss it on another day. Because I, I want them to actually be able to have a conversation and not jump to a decision. Because I don't ever want to pressure, put peer pressure on somebody and have them do something not comfortable. You don't think the couple, like, say they approached you at like, say, 10 o'clock at the club. Mm-hmm. And then they came back at like, say, 12 or 1. And said, hey, my husband and I, we've stepped away, we've discussed it. Would you be interested? If we're ever ready for that next step, only with y'all, would y'all be interested in taking the next step with us? If I know they're both, if they both seem like completely sober, they're not um, redefining boundaries. Yes. It, it, if if they're both completely sober and it's been a while and I seem like they've talked and they don't know me from the show or the stuff we're hosting. If, if we're hosting the event or they know me from the show, then it's a definite no until later on they really get a chance to get away. Because sometimes, sometimes being a host of this and the host of the parties, some people don't feel like they don't want to let us down. Okay. And I have to be very conscious of that whenever I'm asking people for things about doing stuff. Because even when I'm not trying to put pressure on somebody, it automatically puts pressure on them because they're worried if they disappoint me, I'll either tell somebody about it, talk about it on here, or uh, not invite them to other things we're doing. Absolutely not you. No, but they don't know that. You well, know, that's true. But I'm just, I, I just wanted to ask the question because I know that personally from Jessica and I, especially when we first known, we would get asked and then we had to go away. Like, okay, let us go discuss. I mean, yeah, as long because as it, it's different with every, I mean, it should not be, but I mean, I guess it should be. You should always go discuss every opportunity with your significant other. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes... You feel just like sauce sometimes. You feel like sauce. 
I mean, it does vary. Yeah. And it's just what so even if just want to enjoy your balls. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're uh, full swap or whatever, sometimes you just want to play soft swap. So, I mean, I don't understand the whole judging thing at all. It's just all that is is somebody trying to put pressure on you. And if anybody ever does that or anything like that, they're not people you really want to hang around with. No. Now, I will ask couples that I'm interested in if I talk to them if they're still soft swap or not. Because, you know, over time they may change. And if they do, then, you know, maybe it'll line up. And if they're using it as an excuse, I tell them just to tell me no, because I accept no a lot better, and then I will never ask again, and it'll be a lot easier. Also. But that's different. That's not that's not being judgy. That's trying to you know see if later on it works out. Yes. Now me and Angie did play with it. We did go out of our way to play with a couple of soft swap. Really? I got that knocked out. No, we didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were soft swap. We met them. We met them again. They were no longer soft swap. Okay. Good for you. Actually, as soon as we finished, I told the girl, I was like, well, so much for starting a soft swap. <laughs> I just can't see you a soft swap. Yeah. Knowing you for all this time, and even though There's, we don't play, but being played next to you, I just cannot see you a soft swap. There's still one couple that if they ever change your mind and they want a soft swap, just girls, whatever the hell they want, they're golden. Because okay. I love them to death. They're awesome. So far, it's just no, flat no. Okay. People see this and suck Go away. And I don't think anybody should judge anybody's play style. There was a couple last night that came there at Mingler that they're just friends of swingers and they love going to clubs and everything because the atmosphere. They don't do anything. They have no intention of doing anything. And that's great. If anybody judges, if you're in our group, anybody judges you or makes you feel bad about something, we are going to have an issue with them. Yes. Yes. They're not going to be in the group anymore. Because that's yeah. wrong. <laughs> you know, talking about that, we got the chance, Jessica and I, to talk to the uh, manager when y'all approached her, and she's like, she just loves our group. She's like, yeah. Oh, Carrie? Yeah, she's awesome. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> um, she's, she has absolutely nothing to do with swinging. No. <laughs> she's a she's a beautiful lesbian lady, and she's awesome and very kind. Very fun, yeah. but loves just being around the group of people we're, we bring in. Well, we're good people and they drink a lot. It, it's not so much that she thinks it's all great and everything. No, no. These are hardcore drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> and they tip well. I thought, I did not see anybody get out of hand last night. I thought it was a very good social just time. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, now, I was very impressed. Did you get a chance to check out the band at all? The gay men? Yes, they were really good. But did you talk the 70-year-old man on the bass guitar? Oh, I didn't actually like, watch them. Man, it's like there's a 70 year old guy. They're playing like some rock and roll music. That's fine. But this like 70 year old guy. He was on the bass. I mean, he was just going after, just having a good old time. I mean, it was crazy. We were like, there was like four or five of us from outside. All had turned around just to watch this guy. Didn't care about the song band, but we just liked watching him. Rocking out. That's right. Well, our uh, third co-host had asked us also to talk about our best and worst dates of all time. Now, Brandon has to think about this on the fly because he literally just hears these questions now. But I already know which one. Okay, well, what, what, best or worst, which one? Worst. What was your worst? worst because we, we no names. No, okay, no names, but we thought about uh, it uh, last night. Uh, there was a couple. Because most of them, we know from you. 
they know us, you've introduced us, so we know there's going to be a connection. But we went with this one couple. It was a nice couple. There was nothing wrong with this couple. First off, there's nothing wrong. But it got towards the end of the night, so you asked the question, are y'all interested? The guy says yes, the girl says no. I mean, like, they both blurted out, just like, and I mean, the girl was so bad, it was like one of those, like, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. And the girl, the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl goes to the restroom. And the guy, of course, follows. And they came back and like, yeah, let's play. And Jessica and I were like, no, this isn't. No, this isn't. <laughs> and they come back, they're like, yeah, we can play, but we're going to have to do it at our place. Up in and I'm like, and we call, you know, they like text. And, it's like, and I'm like, no, let's just, some other time, I just be polite and blow it off. I mean, that had to be kind of one of the worst, because it put us in an awkward situation, because they had not had a conversation yeah. and like the husband just blurted out what he wanted and and then when they came back you thought he was pressuring her into doing yes. what he wanted so then we were having kind of figure a way to be politely like obviously y'all don't know what you want so we got to get out of here yeah there was um me and angie's worst date had to be this uh couple we met like way early on there uh chat pictures online and the dude's belt and she's like, I like him. And the girl looked gorgeous. Well, we met them. They they picked the time. They picked the place. Right? They come rolling in. They've been at a bike rally all day. They smelled. Ooh. It's Texas. It was hot. You're out all They smelled. <laughs> this girl, absolutely the best photographer ever. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to ask her if she could take pictures of me and Angie to post on profiles because... She looked gorgeous in her pictures, and she looked um <clears throat> average. This looked the same. Everything else was incredible angles and shots and lighting, because <laughs> she was she was a, a big lady. She was a big <laughs> big lady, and which is okay. There's nothing wrong with big women. I I like a fluffy girl. I like something to grab hold of and really sink into. But That's tough to explain. on top. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Alexa was chiming in. It, it was tough to explain, Alexa. You are correct. Alexa's having a struggle with this. But the the main problem with them was number one, like I said, they picked the thing and they came in and they smelled, which you should never do for a first meeting ever. But the other thing was they were just just not not good people. Oh, <laughs> they just weren't. That's even worse. They were annoying. They were arguing with each other. And uh, they were just, it was just, me and Angie were, we sat there for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, we got to go. It was lovely meeting you guys. Like, oh, we'll we'll contact you later. I was like, don't worry about it. We're good. And we left. And this was at Cabozana's. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, and we never saw them again, but I kind of figured we might run into them. That was absolutely the worst date. Now, what was your best? Best date. Let's go bed. Best date would be with way back with Juan and Marie. And it wasn't that we went somewhere special. It wasn't that we had great sex afterwards or any of that other stuff. It was just Juan and Marie. Look, you fucking adore. I mean. That's why I got the nickname St. Juan. Yeah, we went to uh, Pete's Piano Bar and just had the best fucking time. I'm pretty sure we had sex after we left there. I don't remember the sex. I mean, it's kind of had a wash with all the other sex we had with them and other people. But the time with Peace Piano Bar, we were all just 
having a great fucking time was awesome. Because uh, Juan actually had a uh, co-worker ended up like two tables over. <laughs> and he was sitting there and Angie's right in his lap. <laughs> he looks over and Marie's like, um, he gets it. Got a question for you guys from our last show. Go for it. What you got? Shoot the question. Swinger Diaries. That was definitely the best day. It was just because it was with Juan Marie, and they were just so good. They're awesome. We've had had a lot of great dates. I will say, usually the best dates are the the unexpected events. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, we'll go out to the club. Wanted to be a couple. Not that I guess that's a date, but we'll sit there there talking to them, you know, for four or five hours. Just totally out of the blue, and just like the perfect connection and stuff is there. See, that's not date. You're talking about play. But it does sometimes not play. All right, hang on. Out, out of 100 nights out of swinging fun, how often do you end up playing? Oh, um, I'm taking this Swinger Diaries as out of 100 nights of going out. Yes, I'd like to a club or something. If we're going out with a date anymore, that's, that's with friends that we know and we've set it up. So that's almost always play. So I'm going to go with when we go to a club or something. If we go to a, me and Angie go to a club a hundred times, right? We're probably going to play maybe 25. I'm guessing. See, I already started that. You guys don't go out as much as we do. No, no. it's probably. But I'll if we go no, out a hundred times. It, it's probably, it, I would say it's a, it'd be a quarter. If we probably did, it would be a quarter. So you say 25% if we, too. If we went out a hundred times. Okay. It well, I guess it's be, about the same. I mean, Jessica knows better. I wouldn't think it'd be more than that. Than I do. But me and Angie, when we go out, um, early on we thought if we went out and we didn't have sex, or didn't play, and we went to a club we didn't play, we, we kind of felt a little let down. But then after we started making friends and everything, and we just remembered, you know, I'm having more fun when we go to the club and just hang out than I have for going out with our vanilla friends or just hanging oh, out at the house, ever. So... We switched, we had to switch our way of thinking, and it was just, we had fun going out. And that's our main goal now. We go out to have a good time. If we play with other people, great bonus. If not, we still had a great time. And the clubs really are like that. Now, like I said, when we set up our dates, those are the people that were, because we, we hardly ever go out with anybody anymore that we don't really know. Because we meet them at events, clubs, everywhere else first. So we know there's a connection before we set up a date. Because I only have four days off a month. That's it. Four days, I don't go to work a month. Wow. So I make damn sure if we set up a date for those four days that it's a couple that we really like. Or we go to a club and then you can set up, I meet people at clubs, I tell people to meet us at clubs because if you go to a club and you meet somebody and you don't like them like that worst date we ever had, there's a bunch of other people in the club. You're not stuck. Yes. But if you set up a date with a couple that you don't really know and they're horrendous, then you're kind of screwed for that night. Unless you sit up real early and ditch them and go to the club. True. <laughs> Just can always have a good time at the club. It's BYOB. Now, I, I think Swinger Diaries literally just asked that question because now they know we're going to go back and listen to their last show to hear what they said about how often they play with 100 dates. Sage. Sage advice. That means intelligent advice. Okay. That was me, not you. I'm saying chin. 
I'm assuming it's uh, Paige, not Pen. We don't care about Pen. Pen's the guy. Pen. Yeah. You think you're the only one giving intelligent advice? I just think Paige is hitting on me. Oh, okay. Well, I probably should. If someone's hitting on somebody, it's probably you. <laughs> hey. Okay, we got three minutes, so we're going to have to start kind of. Uh, oh, what's coming up? up? What's coming up? Uh, well, Naughty New Orleans is coming up. That's right. And they're going. Yes, we will be in this, my beautiful bride, which you cannot see because she's first reading time a book. Ever. First time ever. It'll be our first time with popping our cherry down there in New Orleans. Cannot wait. Now, be, uh, showing up early Wednesday morning. Our next mingler will be uh, in uh, Fort Worth uh, on 7th Street at Bar Louis. And it's the first Friday of what's next month? July. July. First Friday of July. So we got that. Our uh, Austin pub crawl is going to be September the 1st. That's Labor Day weekend in Austin. Still setting that up, don't know for sure. And me and Angie will be in Vegas at the end of June. And we're going to Smolt. Smolt is Sea Mountain One Love Temple. You know what? I met a couple last night that me and my new, I know them, and they were talking to me. They just got back, literally, just got back from Smolt. Oh, from Sea Mountain One Love Temple? Yeah. Oh. They were down there last week. But we're going to, well, we're going to be going there with um, the couple that runs the uh, Playcations travel site, playcations.com. They're going with us, and then a couple, I think LG Fun's going to be going with us, and then uh, Tom and Angela, I think we're trying to get them to go with us, and maybe some other friends. Very highly. They said it was an amazing experience. I'm hoping I can talk. Uh, I know they're in Vegas right now, but hopefully I can talk real talk between the sheets to come back to Vegas. Maybe go to Smolt with us. I like how Angie made the name Smolt, by the way. Sea Mountain One Love Temple. Hey, that's good. But we're going to be there June 23rd to Saturday. And we're going to be there from like Smolt. It sounds like We're going to be from 11 to like 5 p.m. So I'm hanging out by the pool. Will you be hitting time for any gambling? I don't really care about gambling. I know we're going to hit the high roller, which is the big uh, uh, Ferris wheel that has a bar inside of it. We're going to do the high roller There's power hour. Bar yeah. inside of the Ferris wheel? Yeah. It's all you can drink for a half hour. There's no restroom. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, hopefully no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing that. And then all I, you can drink for a half hour. We're going to go to a show, LG Fun Couples trying to hook us up with a show and then Tom's trying to hook us up with some shows so we're doing that. I don't know if Holly Michaels thing is going to be open. If it's open we'll definitely be going to uh, that and I completely forgot the name but hey he hasn't told me dates yet so I don't care if I forgot the name it's his fault. It's his fault. 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 Yes. And I hope everybody that's in Vegas right now for uh, Sin City 8 is having fun at the orgy because they're breaking the world record. And I, God, I wish I could be there. God, if you're not, they're doing something wrong. <laughs> if you're in Vegas and you're not there, there's something wrong with you. You need to be there. All right, all right. thank you all for joining us. Life is short. Party naked. See y'all next time. Stop, stop. It doesn't stop. I can't get it. Stop. <laughs>